Hi, my name's Darren. I write a blog called The Demon's Voice about movies and shit like that. You can find it at demonsvoice.blogspot.com and I'm also on Twitter at Demon's Voice, of which you should definitely follow me because why the fuck not? Hi, you all. Hope you've had a good week. Mine's been shit as usual. Uh, I went to a comedy club last night and made an absolute fucking tit of myself. I was uh, walking to my seat and I saw two girls that were very attractive. I didn't mind which one fell for me. I knew one of them would. And so I thought I'll put a bit of a swagger on, you know, so they know that I'm cool. And uh, and they noticed me. And as I was sort of doing my cool walk, what I didn't notice was a glass of water, plastic beaker of water that somebody had left on the floor. And I made such perfect contact with it as I was walking with my foot that I hoofed it right at these two girls with more power than I've ever kicked a fucking football. The water, like, sprayed everywhere. I thought and said quite loudly, oh, shit. The two girls, like, froze and just made eye contact with me. And I went like a fucking child. I'm so sorry. And then they just burst out laughing. And I thought, oh, I've probably lost it with these two girls. So I scuttled back to my chair as fast as I could. And as I did, there was a drunk, a really fat drunk guy uh, trying to stagger past me. And he just completely fell and ended up sat on my lap like I was going to ask him what he wants for fucking Christmas. At which point the guy on my left, some old guy that had sort of befriended me and been talking to me a bit, tried to help me by pushing the big fat guy off my lap. And uh, But he did so by putting like one hand in front of me to get the guy off and one hand behind. So it just looked like these two girls, like I'd seen two attractive girls, thought, don't like them, kicked water at them, fuck you girls, and then gone back to my seat where I'd cradled a big fat man on my lap as an old man literally cuddled me like some sort of meaty old man threesome. I heard them laughing, obviously. I can never go back to that place. I did go to the cinema, though, and watched Bad Boys 3, which took my mind off it for a split second. Uh, I guess we can talk about that now. Cheers! Before this new one, Bad Boys for Life, I'd never seen a single film in the Bad Boys franchise. Mostly because they sound like the title of a series of gay pornos and they're directed by Michael Bay. God, I can't stand Michael Bay's movies. If I had to pick, I'd rather watch a gay porno over a Michael Bay movie. At least the gay porno would be less gratuitous, and I'd be surprised if it went on for a further 10 minutes after the final explosion. This new Bad Boys movie has a new directing team behind it though, and so I felt it'd be okay to go and see it without my usual collection of pendants and protective charms. But then, about half an hour into the movie, Michael Bay actually shows up for a cameo, like Jason Voorhees springing out of the fucking lake to drown that girl at the end of Friday the 13th. Why is nobody booing and hissing at the screen, I wondered of my fellow moviegoers. Do they not know who he is? Truly the devil walks amongst us. Not that he directed this movie, don't forget. I can't remember the names of the two guys at the helm this time, but it doesn't matter. The film looks like an advert for an expensive watch that you'd expect to find on the wrist of a sexual predator that thinks he's an entourage. I didn't hate it though. The movie I mean, not the sexual predator. Or the expensive watch that I just made up. Bad Boys for Life marks the return of the Will Smith Martin Lawrence Dublact and is Martin Lawrence's most substantial role since 2011's Big Mama's Like Father Like Son. I presume he's been in prison since the release of that movie on charges of having gang-raped the concept of entertainment. I haven't seen many of his movies, but with his shorter stature and a similar-looking goatee, Lawrence kind of looks like Will Smith's reflection in a haunted fucking circus mirror has somehow come to life. Although, I've always been somewhat confused by the popularity of Smith too, though, to be fair. I mean, beyond about three movies, I'm pretty sure that everything that he's ever made has been pretty shit, hasn't it? I think people like him because he has a used car salesman quality about him. He's got a big old smile and enough enthusiasm that he makes you think you want to buy his shit. And shit it mostly all is, don't forget. Sure, he might have sold us that nice car back in 1997 with Men in Black, but did you see Gemini Man? 
The only use for that clapped-out banger would be as something to nod off to whilst inhaling exhaust fumes and waiting to fucking die. Anyway, I'm losing track of my own metaphor. His films are mostly shit, is what I'm saying. Bad Boys for Life wasn't horrible, though. It was about 90 minutes too long, but I'd say that there are a really good 30 minutes of movie in there somewhere. I don't mean to imply that Bad Boys for Life is fucking stupid, but at one point Lawrence and Smith hide behind a flimsy wooden table during a shootout. Which is fine, obviously. But it's funny how bullets can pierce almost anything except the thing that the main characters are hiding behind. Anyway, as they run to find another cover point, the flimsy wooden table explodes. I don't know why, but I'm glad it did. Earlier on in the film, Smith and Lawrence with their crack team are trying to locate a villain. I don't know what the police funding is like in America, because our law enforcers are constantly being pretty short-changed over here in the UK. But either way, it seems that Lawrence and Smith and their fellow officers get to work in the fucking Batcave. They can't find the suspect they're looking for because we're told that he lives completely off the grid. He's got no bank account, no mortgage, there's no way to trace him. But luckily, it's his birthday in a day, and so they pull up their fucking bat computer and use his clubbing history to deduce where he's likely to be having his fucking birthday party. Perhaps my favourite scene was during the first 15 minutes, however, when Smith and Lawrence decide to have a running race in a crowded street at night time. Again, I don't know why. Because they have the brain power of one child between them, maybe? But the race ends a few seconds later when Will Smith is gunned down in a slow-motion drive-by. It was like going to a fucking sports day in Toxteth. If you don't know Toxteth, by the way, then for the benefit of the joke, just insert your own local piece of shit town there instead. As a title, Bad Boys for Life sounds like the kind of group name that a couple of anti-abortion priests might come up with to sound cool. As a single straight guy, I'd say it's bad girls for choice that I'm more interested in. But this need to be cool is one of the things that makes me think this film isn't quite in on the joke of how fucking hilariously dumb it is. If it wasn't for its desperate posture and in the fact that it clearly is in love with its own superficial aesthetics, I'd say this movie was a fucking spoof. After Smith is gunned down during his running race, the camera zooms in on Lawrence as he slow motion screams the word no. That was also funny to be honest with you. He kinda looked like a wombat that had been picked up under its armpits as he did it. But this film hunts for action cliches like a fucking truffle pig before unironically shitting them onto the screen for us all to laugh at. They do try some actual humour with the sub-Shane Black banter between the two leads, but nothing Will Smith says is particularly witty, and all Martin Lawrence seems to do is sort of panic croak like a toad that's been kicked off a cliff. Will Smith does something supposedly cool but dangerous, and Lawrence screams because they think that we'll think it's funny. Do you know that YouTube video of the old lady that falls out of a bucket while stamping on grapes on live TV? Well, pretty much every sound Lawrence made in this movie sounded like her as she rolled about on the floor like a fucking tit. I would include the um, audio of that from the YouTube video here now, but I don't know about the sort of copyright of it. My friend Graham, however, does an incredible impression of it, so if you don't know what the choking grapes lady sounds like, or Martin Lawrence in this movie, it sounds a little bit like this. I can't breathe! I can't breathe! Well, uh... That's a horrible sound, I'm sure we can all agree. Pretty accurate though. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was also what we just heard there was the final words of David Carradine. Uh, speaking of which, Bad Boys for Life is an absolute wank of a movie and I mean that literally. An ex once asked me when I'd last tugged one out and I honestly couldn't remember. I can never remember. Maybe I did it yesterday or maybe it was a week ago. I mean, usually yesterday of those two options, obviously, and let's face it, probably even more recently than that. But I can never quite place when it was. If I'm not killing people, then clearly it's not time for another. I can pretty much guarantee that it'll be the same for Bad Boys for Life too. when people ask me if I've seen it. I'll know I have, but I won't have thought about it since, and so the details will be starting to become hazy. I'll know I had a good time, but I'll suspect it was almost definitely at the expense of those that made the fucking film in the first place. 
Sometimes I'm yanking one out for so long too that by the time I'm done, I wonder about how much time I've wasted and how many smaller wanks I probably could have had in the time it took me to have that one big one. This is the same with Bad Boys for Life, which goes on for way longer than it should and was also an absolute waste of time, even if it was a lot of fun. I reckon I could have managed two wanks during it too if I'd wanted, but I'd have had to try and time it between Lawrence's weird off-putting choking noises. Or were they off-putting? Maybe his old choking lady gurgles would have helped. Interestingly, both porn and this film frequently use the line, bad boys, bad boys, what are you going to do? What are you going to do when they come for you? In both cases, I suppose the answer is turn off, feel a bit of shame, and then just forget. Thanks for listening, motherfuckers, and see you next time.